Hello, and welcome to another episode of Scavenger Life. This is episode number 518 at scavengerlife.com. Today we're going to talk about Ryan's favorite topic. <laughs> yeah. You don't even know what... I don't, I don't know what that would be. My bad mood this week. <laughs> my favorite topic. Not just my favorite topic, but a topic I've been experiencing for a week. Jay's bad mood. You love to keep bringing it up, but... Because <laughs> I have to deal with it. Let's talk about it. What was okay. it like? What was it like? Because you kept telling me, it's very hard to be around you. Yeah, because I'm like, first of all, we run all our businesses together. We live in the same house. Uh, drive in the same car. Drive in the same car when we have to go places. We do have separate cars right now, but still. <laughs> so you're just like, when you're around someone, you always have to be around someone who's just like, doesn't want to talk. When they do talk, they're mad. Not at you, just in general. And you're like, oh my God. So let's go with my voice. So like, how how, how am I talking? <laughs> how am I angry? Oh God. Uh, usually when like, I don't want to don't talk to me yeah, yeah that's exactly I don't want to do that right now hey Jay we need to fold a mountain of laundry for our rentals that have to go out today I don't want to do that right now okay uh, it needs to get done soon I'm just going to do it by myself that's what happened many times this week and you did a good job. I'm glad we both weren't in a bad mood. Although you had lots of other things to do. That's mostly why I'm like, I'll just do this myself. Okay. So let's talk about it. Because I think, you know, as far as when you work with, especially if you work with your significant other, yeah. but even if you work with just any person. Other human. Human being. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> here's my thing. So the reason why I was in a bad mood was simply because, and it's not unexpected, you know, we're opening up this new coffee shop. This is, we're six weeks in to it actually, like the door's opening. Yeah. And it's a lot, you know, and yeah. it's a change in our schedule and like, I like our life, you know, we, yeah. we talk about it, waking up without an alarm clock and there's been a little bit of alarm clocky stuff happening and, <laughs> you know, yep. uh, our partners are really handling, they're the bosses of the day-to-day. Yeah, at the cafe. Hiring staff, you know, they're there doing it. So totally not taking away from anything they're doing. They're handling all that. We're support staff kind of like in the background or getting calls if there's something wrong and having to do it. And I yeah. just feel like I'm just being pulled in a million different yeah. directions and not having right. any time to like any downtime and you know, yeah uh, and, and and so it's not even like there's no downtime from the cafe there's just no downtime from anything right. we're doing like right. airbnb is full tilt like the the laundry piles up if you don't do it and right. then you have to fold it all and get it back out because two days later these people are all leaving you right know? because we have like nine Bedrooms over three right. rentals, so and if with those all are being the towels every other day, and, yeah. yeah, it's um, crazy. But let alone eBay, and really, eBay right. is mainly all you these days. Yeah, I mean, we're eating off of our big inventory, so like, I'm not buying anything. No, but, we have um, so much inventory yeah. um, but, that's listed and unlisted. So yeah, I mean, that's kind of it. It's more just like uh, I, I, you know, and people are like, well, why would you open up? 
like a brick and mortar store if the whole point is to have like an online store where you know you don't have to do all this stuff and well you know i love it i love our cafe but it's a cafe you know it's not an antique store it's like a proper i love what we're doing and i mean i already see it like after six weeks we together with our partners have developed a system yep things still have to get like tightened up and right. improved and you know all of these things but it's it's happening and yeah. whereas this week i don't know i just kind of was not reacting to it well it was an easier week than it was this first couple of weeks we opened when, yeah, was, when was, i was waking up every day at whatever it was six, six o'clock and, yeah you know jump right in the truck and go and do stuff and, yeah you know, like I love my mornings, Ryan. I think this. we're realizing now. Yeah. Jay needs a little bit of time <laughs> to drink coffee and let the caffeine kick in. Like today, you know, I always wake up earlier. Not always, but I often wake up earlier than yeah. you because I love having an hour to to myself. Yeah, just on my quiet. computer, drinking coffee, get to just like relax, and yeah. then. Then the day can start. Then the day can start. I don't do well. And I remember this when I had jobs. I do not do well when I, like, wake up, get on my clothes, go to work. Yeah. You know, and then it's a whole... I think that was a thing. Like, we would go to the roaster building to roast and bag coffee. Yeah. And I would just be like, I'm not ready yet, but we've got to start. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is going to be, like, all day long. Yeah, like, like we're not leaving till like, this isn't, like, a one-hour thing. Yeah, this is, this like, is like, we're here all day till yeah. the evening. We have to do this. <laughs> it has to get finished today, you know? With a lot of jobs. So, yeah. all right, fine. So, how do you deal with a partner in a bad mood? Just to be clear, it was me in a bad mood this week. <laughs> Sometimes that's the other way around. I, know. Yep. I mean, well, look, that's why I, I give you space because I'm like, there are times where I'm just like, there's like things I don't want to do, but I have to do, and I'm the only one that can do them, and they have to get done a certain amount of time, and it makes me grumpy, yeah. you know. Um, so yeah, like I've been that person many times. Before. So this is the way I deal with it when you're in a bad mood. But I can also see it when, when I'm in a bad mood. Yeah, we we have to acknowledge it. Yeah, you know, like it's good to get the person to admit I'm in a bad mood, or <laughs> at least it is for me. Right? I feel like you wouldn't admit it. Like there were times where I'd be like, "What is up with you?" And you're like, and you go like right. this, "What's up with you?" And I'm like. I'm fine. I'm like doing laundry. So I was not acknowledged. There were times where I was not acknowledging it, but the the healthy way of doing it is to eventually acknowledge it. I'm in a bad mood. Right. But then to know when to give the person space. Right. You sometimes are good at that. Sometimes you aren't with me. But this week you were good. You're okay. He's in a bad mood. Give him some space because for me, I just need some time to like process. Yeah. I'm like in a bad mood. I just, you know, it's not a flip of the switch. I don't get out of it quickly. I have to, like, process it and get out of it. And then, but then to eventually talk about it. And, like, we, after a couple days, we took a long walk like we do. Yeah. And I could finally kind of just talk about all the things that were bugging me. Yeah. Right? Well, I think, uh, you know, it's hard with a new business like this where, like, you're working it's not just you and me figuring it out it's like we're working with other people that 
have expectations for us, which makes sense because you're like, we're the other owners. But at the same time, there are times where we're like, well, I don't want to do that today, (laughs) but that's my schedule. And normally... And people are... Yeah, Depending on like, me to, like to I need to this. roast 160 right. pounds of coffee. Do it right. Yeah. Get it, you know, you and me together. Get it to the customers in whichever way needs. Right. We we can't put this off. I can't be tomorrow. like, I don't really want to do right. this today. <laughs> um, but I think the other thing, too, is for us is like we've said it before, not having resentments towards each other yeah and i can feel that like when i'm in the middle of a bad mood like that i can see like oh i could just make this a long-term problem yeah like which some people do long-term resentment i remember my parents were like that they yeah i just remember it just be you know there were things that would happen and then it would just become a problem unsaid problem for a long forever time. like it just became like part of the stratification of like the house's unhappiness you know yeah. because they just didn't know how to talk about whatever they needed right. to so not having resentments like right yeah. now I don't have any resentments against you you better not <laughs> <laughs> I hope you don't against me and but I think hand in hand with that is respect you know yeah. like I respect you and what yeah. you do I don't think like oh right doesn't know or and i don't want you to feel like that's me like oh jay doesn't know how to roast coffee so like whatever he's not yeah. you know he's not cool like me yeah <laughs> um he, if you he, if you want to roast coffee i'll know. hand it over to you in a second jay doesn't know how to pack ebay so he's not like a real <laughs> person you know? yeah, right. i can do things too yeah <laughs> And the other thing, too, is just sometimes time just takes time, you know? Yeah, it just like, takes time to get out of that mood. Like, or, or you know, after we had a, just a conversation. Like, the conversation we had uh, was just like a perspective conversation where you're like, this is how I feel about this. Here's another perspective, you know, from the other side of things or like thinking about it in three different ways or, you know, the way you were feeling was kind of the way I was feeling a couple of weeks ago because there were just certain things that were out of my control that I'm like, I have to do it this way, but I think it would be better if we did it this way. But like, I, I can't convince the rest of you. So it's just sort of like, I'm just going to go with what's happening, you know? So, you know, there's all those things and you just have to like be okay with it, you know? Well, so. I mean, also, it's just, you know, it gave me an opportunity to tell you what I needed, like, what would help is that if you could do X, yeah. Y, Z, you know, like, when I'm bagging coffee, if you could help me seal the bag. Right, it goes faster like, if, yeah. you know, we could do it like this. So that's that's helpful. Because I think sometimes what's not helpful is when one of us wants the other person to be not be in a bad mood like <laughs> yeah. in an instant like yeah. stop being in a bad mood yeah, right stop now. it let's go it's a kind of a it's like it's like when you when i'm in a bad mood it's like i'm in a plane up above i can't just like land it yeah. takes a while i need a runway and then i'm okay yeah so. okay so that was i don't think you get in a bad mood very often yeah you 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 get uh, what's what's the word? You get impatient with things. Like I want this thing to happen right now, and you're like, "Come on, let's do this. This is good." You know, just in general, 
And I'll just be like, dude, chill, you know? But You're in, being aggressive. Yeah. And I'm like that, too, sometimes. I mean, yeah. there are things where I'm like, come on, let's, this thing should have already been done. Right. It's got to be done. And everyone else is like, dude, it takes yeah. time, you know? Right. we got to figure this thing out. Yeah. But um, in terms of bad mood, yeah, not really. Yeah, I, I really... I, I hope that I'm, I'm glad you said that. I try not to be. Yeah, like I don't, I don't think of easily, you as someone who's like, oh, he's always in. A I don't bad easily mood. get in bad mood because I hate be feeling that way. Yeah, like I get, you get like I get like an emotional hangover. You yeah, know, from being that way. Yeah, so you uh, try hard to prevent it. Yeah, but we have a lot of stuff going on, so yeah. it's kind of like inevitable to just be like. But like for instance, you know, it's. A Sunday today, right? Yeah, yeah. And we don't... We're like the afternoon shift at the cafe where we come in when we close and we go and we fill up the, the shelves and we fill up the cooler. And we help and, clean. Yeah. Um, you know, I go and I fill up our milk. We have a whole fridge where, you know, I buy 24 gallons of milk yep. for the week. Um, Make so sure that's, that's all doing. filled. Pars. I, I got a call from our partner who was like, someone didn't show up. Can you come in and help? Because Sunday's our busiest day because yeah. we're the only place open on, on our main street. Yeah. So it's, it's great. It gets it's crazy. good for business. Yeah. So, you know, and I'm great at cleaning. Like, that's my, yeah. that's my real house. Like, just yeah. get me to clean. So I'm like, come and do dishes. He said, Phil said, we need a dishwasher. And, and I was like, oh, Jay is literally the most perfect person right. to be like cleaning dishes, putting stuff in the dishwasher, polishing all the silverware. I'm like, go for it. Yeah. Because I just like to put my head down and yes. kind of turn my Get mind off and do it. Although I thought he meant like, we need to buy a <laughs> dishwasher. We have a dishwasher. We thought the dishwasher. And these are like, not like your home one. This is a commercial one where, you know, it cleans it in like a minute and a half and they're yeah. like $3,000. So, yeah. so, but I'm like, that's fine. So I go in there and it's great. I, it's just, I, I always encourage you to just take your computer and yes. go and hang out in the cafe. It is so fun to sit there and just see a busy cafe, people coming in and out. Yep. Our partners in, in our team are like making food and making yep. coffees and people are complimenting it. Well, I think just, the, the greatest part, like you said, is when people are done with their coffee or their food they'll come up to the bar and talk to the staff and be like, that was great. Right. I am so glad you guys are here. Just, you know, instead of just by leaving, you know, right. people are saying that stuff and you're like, yeah. they genuinely mean it. You so, know, it's such a great feeling. So it, I, I always remember that when we are a, a working extra hard these yeah. times that this is, there's a payoff right. and, you know, it will become a less and less... I know it will because we're talking with our partners about about how to keep taking ourselves out of the equation like the day-to-day -day yeah. by hiring people and training. Yeah. Okay, let's talk about eBay. Uh, you know, we do have an eBay store. It's great. We started this eBay store in 2008. Oh, my goodness. Seems like a lifetime ago. It does. We did it during the last, like, crash. Crash, Yeah. Um, and so, you know, maybe now, right now, there are people starting a new businesses during this crash that will then, like, yep. help you in the next one. Um, yeah, right. Exactly. So, you know, we've been selling for 12-ish years now. And uh, this is kind of been in semi-passive uh, business. 
at this point. Right now. It's kind of on autopilot. We have 7,476 items. Okay. We basically have a small warehouse behind our house full of these items that we have photographs and are listed on the internet. Yeah. The most random items <laughs> you, you can, can even, imagine I, i'm not like the thing I, I actually sold something on bonanza today um because i have my store across posted and i was like that it was like a capacitor and wires for a very specific dehumidifier right what yep that's my life so and now all that work has been put in. We, you know, we spent money building this warehouse. We spent a money and time putting all these things on the internet, yep. and now things just sell. So this week we sold thirty three of those items. Pretty good. Uh, our gross sales one thousand six hundred seventy nine dollars. That's including eBay fees, shipping, and taxes. Minus all of that, money in our pocket one thousand two hundred seventy seven dollars. In 77 cents. We had a really high dollar sale this week right. that I thought would push our numbers way up higher, but I guess it didn't. Well, <laughs> yeah, instead that, that what really saved our week. But, uh, yeah. you know, if you think about it, if you're making a thousand bucks a week, you're making 4,000 bucks a month, if you're making, you know, $48,000 a year. Yeah. So like this business is like yeah. a one of us having... And that's net. You know... That's not gross. A pretty decent... Middle class job. That's pretty in the US of A. And yeah. like we said, it's kind of passive right. at this point. I mean, I did, I listed a couple things yesterday just as I was like in between things I was doing. And, um, you know, I'm trying, I have 170 unlisted items in scheduled, in quotes, scheduled drafts. So I'm still just working through them. But yeah. those things sell. Like, I'll list stuff, and it'll be like, oh, somebody wanted that, you yeah. know, random. Because we have a folder full of stuff that's been photographed right. and are in draft or schedule. Yeah. So it's just a matter of, like, you know. Yeah, just titling. titles yeah. and item specifics and exactly. pricing. It. So, you know, and the good thing is, and I just have to remember that from comparing it to our coffee business where, you know, if we – if our net profit can be 60%, we, we <laughs> yeah. are super happy. Yeah. Uh, I mean, this is, you know, I'm making almost $1,300 and our cost of items are like $40. Yeah, it's like almost, it's like not even worth mentioning you know, the cost. It may be $150 worth of, no, like $100 worth of paying someone to like photograph this stuff. You know? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's about $2 an item. So, you know, it's just... It's it's nice. Yeah. So let's talk about that big dollar okay. item. This is a funny item. Let me. So we were in New York City. We go every year, except last year. Last year, year um, we didn't go. House it for a friend, and we love to find stuff on the street. We love to just to take walks because walking in Manhattan is so fun and enjoyable because it's yeah. free and you can see things. We do that a lot. And. We learn what streets are putting the trash out. Because you can see it night. just right out on the street. And so around NYU, right. I guess kids were moving out of their uh, apartments, and I found a pile of garbage of some kid that I guess probably didn't plan his life well and was like, <laughs> I got to get out tonight. Yeah. And he Oops. just dumped everything on the corner. And I, re- I remember I ran back to the apartment where we were staying. Yeah. I'm like, Ryan, you got to come. You got to come. And it was starting. 
to rain. To rain, but it was rainy. we even have like a granny cart. Yeah. And one of the things was a box of, of video games. Yep. There was a vi- there was an Xbox, right. of whatever the original Xbox. Right. It was like the Gen One right. or whatever. And these are older Xbox games. So anyway, yeah. to the point, a, a sixty-five older Xbox games. We've had them up for over two years. Yeah. And I think you had them up for like seven hundred dollars. And we would get like hundred dollar offers, and I'm like, I, Ryan, I have just take it. Uh, last week we got a hundred dollar offer, I'm like, and you were like, the next hundred dollar offer on this thing, will you please take it? So we got an offer for five hundred and fifteen dollars, and we took it immediately, <laughs> and we're like, they're not going to pay. They, they paid. paid. I shipped it. And I'm like, wow, what a deal! Five hundred dollar trash sale. It was raining out. But it did take two years. It did take two years. I sold the Xbox. There was a bunch of little, like, electronics things in there that I tested that worked. Basically, like, not newer electronics. Like, probably, like, three or four years old. Like, basically, he moved in with all this stuff, and he just chucked it when he moved out of college, you know? Like, he bought him when he was... A freshman, yeah, and, like, and he's like, yeah. "Well, this is worthless," and I'm right. like, "Not to me. I'm gonna so, sell it." I mean, and that, I mean, I'm just, I was trying to figure out why would someone pay almost ten dollars for an old game? But I don't know. Who, who knows? I don't. Okay. I don't know. That's a lot of gameplay. I'm just glad that they gave us yeah. that offer because that is a great sale. I really hope they don't return it. <laughs> we sold a, uh, you know, fun thing like an antique or. I think it's antique or vintage toolbox. I mean, it's yeah. you know that um, metal one. Yeah, it's like a metal. Um... These are pretty common, kind of, to find in auction lots. They're like a or tackle box sales. or a toolbox. You know, they're steel. They're painted. They'll often have like a cool sticker on them. The thing is, they don't sell very quickly, and oftentimes you can't do too well. But this one sold for eighty bucks, and I looked at the person's like thing, and he buys yeah like. Just one of these guys that likes old stuff. Yeah. He's probably going to buy it, fix it up, and put yeah. tools in it. That's so. a cool one. Yeah. Um, I always love old boxes like that, like yeah. old tackle boxes. And again, out of 33 items, we sold nine of them were clothing items. So, Oh, man. I, mean, I just pulled everything that I'm going to ship for tomorrow morning, and it was like a hat, a shirt, another shirt. A tie. Like a tie. Yeah, yeah like it just, I don't know. It's random. Um, yeah. I sold a... A winter jacket to someone in Hawaii. Mm. Huh. <laughs> was that last week or this week? It was the scotch and soda one. That was a week ago. Oh, okay, yeah. sorry. That was a good. Yeah. That was a hundred. I think it was a hundred dollars because yeah. it's like a pretty. It was nice. It's a pretty good um, scotch and soda. Is that the brand? Yep. Yeah, scotch it's from Amsterdam actually. Yeah, those are like high high dollar items. Yeah. Uh, but you know. Uh, clothing does sell. Uh, customer issues. So we people in the. Forum have been talking about global shipping program and the yeah. people getting the item and then how to handle it if the person says there's a problem. So right. here's an example. We ship some like saucers and cups. Yeah, teacups and saucers. Where were they? In Canada. Canada. Okay. So that's, I guess that is global. Uh, it, it goes it through like the global neighbor. shipping. Uh, they complained and said they were broken. Right. With hairline cracks. Although the hairline cracks were described in the listing, but okay. So he or she opened up a case and right. said, I want my m- money back. And, and eBay sent something saying like, well, because it broke, it's your fault. That's not exactly what they said. So this person in global shipping, I 
got a message from them that they opened a case and I sent it to eBay email. It's like merchant support. Um, and they were like, oh, they, they said something to the effect of, oh, because they said you didn't pack it well and they didn't provide photos of the damage, we're not going to cover it. And I wrote back and I was like, oh, no, that is actually not the rule. And I wrote to I wrote to the um, the buyer and I was like, you need to provide photos of the damage because eBay is not going to cover this otherwise. So they did provide it in messages. They provided way too many photos of like, the damage I already described in this. I'm like, this person. Um, and then I wrote to eBay again and was right. like, basically I ignored their last message and I was like, I should have just called, but it was, I think it's sometimes faster. Oh, so it was all done through email. It's through email, okay. yeah. So I'm not on the Anchor store, so I actually don't know if I can call Anchor support anymore. Mm. I'm, I guess I could try. Um, but so I just did the merchant support, which I think is also just Anchor support too, but whatever. I was like, this person is a global shipping program buyer. They provided photos of the damage in messages. Please close this case. Right. And they did. Right. Because I mean, that's, that's the deal. Because that's the thing with global shipping that there's insurance on it on every item yeah so through that's eBay. just part of their business yeah and that's why we like it because they i guess in this case if you had to jump through a couple hoops but yeah. because if you know how it works yeah they paid the the buyer got made whole right oh we don't we pay got to keep the money. insurance paid for it it's yeah fine. it was good i mean eventually they were good about it and i guess the the lesson there is to make sure you're your buyer does upload photos mm. because it does help to be like, yep, it's cracked, it's broken, whatever. I guess to me that what I saw was, you know, other buyer, other sellers complain about this. They're like, but eBay told me this. For me, the first thing eBay says is it's not our problem. Like that's just their default. Sometimes, yeah. You know, and so right, they don't just... ever take the first thing right. they say as <laughs> As like the, yeah. the gospel, right. because it's normally either automated or it's just some right. low-level person whose job it is to like not our problem. Yeah. So then it right. takes someone that understands what the rules are right. to then talk to, and it, I guess it probably goes to someone that understands the program better. Yeah. yeah. So that was kind of annoying. I thought at first, oh no, they've like changed it. Mm. Um, like uh, just for example, and people have talked about this basically all summer. Uh, all summer, sorry, all of this year, where the post office, for some claims, if you're like, this got damaged, um, I have photos of the damage, and they're like, nope, you have to bring the actual item to the post office. I'm like, but the customer has the item. Like, I didn't have the mail back a broken, it, right. the thing that broke was a wind chime. It was a ceramic wind chime. I'm like, how is this even a thing? Like, it's going to break in the wind. So anyway, it broke on the way there. So mm. that's kind of not a good sign. But um, yeah, the post office, I, I refunded them. And I was just like, I just chalked it up to like, I should have known this thing was going to break. It's it's yeah. a it's a ceramic wind chime yeah. that makes literal no sense. Yeah. But whatever. So I refunded them. And um, it was priority mail. So I tried to get a refund from the post office. But they were like, you have to provide the original packaging, which if someone returned it, you wouldn't have the original packaging anyway. Um, and 
Yeah, so I thought eBay was going to do something similar where they're like, you have to ha- pay for them to send this back to you and then like send it to us, something like that. Yeah, I have, I have I noticed that that it's very arbitrary that some post offices or some USPSs yeah. will demand a lot of proof before they even consider it. And then other times it's just like, here's, here's, here's a check. A you know? Now, the, the, the checks that I've gotten... Uh, in the last year, basically, have been of items where the tracking just stops. Mm. If after, it's, I think it's 14 days, on the 15th day, if you're like, this is gone. There is no tracking. I had a piece of artwork. It was a framed poster that mm. was going from Virginia here to Tennessee. Not very far, right? It left Richmond, Virginia, and the tracking just stopped for an entire month. I'm like, where did this thing go? It's not that big, right? Where was this thing? So my, I think we might have talked about this. My customer was an eBay seller, like not as big as us. And and he or she was totally cool. He was like, I know that this has been happening and it's happened to me too. So let's just wait it out. But he said, it was like the day before the 30th day. He was like, I've got to. Yeah, he's like, I've got to open a case because I need to get my money back. And I said, no problem. Right. Um, I said, I opened a research case. And then I said, I opened um, a, a claim to get the money back because it's clearly lost. It's been over a month. There's no tracking, right? So I refunded him. And then I wrote to, you know, I did a claim on USPS. And they actually sent me a check about a week later. It was $75. So I'm like, yeah, I want my money back, right? Then two days later, because I have an email tracking update on the thing. He got it. He got it. But but both him and I, like I wrote to him and I was like, I cannot believe you actually got this. I thought for sure it was lost. And he wrote back and he was like, can you even believe that that just, but he got money and I got money. Like he knew that I. But you know, I mean, that's. You know, you don't. I. You don't want the post office to lose money like that. But if they're going to have a problem where something's like a month overdue, I mean, that that box (laughs) that that box was sitting in Richmond for a month. Why? Why was it? You're like, that's just very poor service. Although I do. So side note, for all the shipping nerds, if you sell on eBay, you are probably a shipping nerd. I have noticed. Um, I have started to ship things uh, UPS ground and FedEx ground slash FedEx home because there are certain things that like it's a big, weird, crazy sized box that's going to California. And I'm like, it's way cheaper UPS ground, right? So we have this little like postal hub place. It's like a private business that right. does FedEx and UPS. It's like a mailbox, etc. Yeah, it's kind of like place, that. Yeah. It's like a local and this guy's super cool. It's right near our roaster building right so it's perfectly convenient for me to like drop stuff off for ebay so i dropped a ups box i did a fedex box and i did two ups boxes this one week fedex went out right it was it was right before the memorial day weekend right but they are open friday and saturday so i was like surely they'll pick up before that it was five or six days and i went in to drop off another box and i was like my ups stuff has never gotten scanned he's like He's like, it's still sitting here. My UPS guy will not pick up. Mm. He'll drop stuff off. He'll drop off all these Amazon boxes, but he won't take anything with him. Mm. So it's crazy because he, 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 he claimed it was because his truck was too full. Mm. But then the guy who runs the, um, the uh, store was like, 
he's supposed to come back around like right, on like, his way back up to come like back when you're empty. Yeah, yeah right because yeah. he's like i'm an official like drop-off right. place right so that is just to say you know ups uh sorry usps will do things like keep something in the warehouse for a month and you're right. like surely this is lost but then private companies like ups or fedex and i've had them do this to me when <laughs> yeah. i request a pickup right. for like an amazon return they, they just they're just up. like yeah. they're like delay. oh wow weather delay and you're like weather <laughs> de- it's like 70 degrees and sunny out right now but they yeah. they just whatever so there's yeah. no good you yeah, know, I mean, no I think that's why the whole thing about the the post office is a disaster. We need yeah. to go private. And like UPS you know? didn't pick up for five days. I, I feel like shipping to run a shipping company must be so difficult yes. because of the so many hands have Logistics. to touch things. Even if you get computers and yeah, scanners, like, and it just get electric robots. It's like it's still <laughs> it's a lot, you know. Yeah. Until they make something where you put the box on your porch. And it like flies away on its own <laughs> directly to the person. It's just it's gonna be difficult. So. Yeah, yeah. So so those are the things I've been experiencing. Yeah. And you know, like like you said, people are like, ah, the post office, they're so bad. I'm like, well, I, Go for it, they, you know. but also like the alternative private companies are also doing those things. So you're like, is it any yeah. better? And just I don't want to drag this out too long, yeah. but I mean, I also feel like the. Handful, the couple of times we've had something break, like going on, uh, it's FedEx. FedEx. It's almost impossible. Yeah, they're like, we're not going to cover make a any claim of that because they're like, because they they just refuse to. Yeah. they're like, it's your fault. Yeah, you, like what? You did not pack this correctly. Right, exactly. You know? I've never been able to get a claim from them. Yep. Um, okay, uh, and then just the other thing. It, I, I I will continue to talk about this because it is so frustrating, but it's just the cost of doing business and, you know, it is just what it is. Yeah, we had three items purchased this week and canceled. Yeah. And I think it just hurts because, you know, when your sales are a little bit like, we're not big Amazon sellers, like, I I sold 300 things in an hour, you know, it's like, no, it's like, we're at small eBayers, like five things a day. So when someone buys a cool item, for a good amount yeah. of money. Yeah, and then immediately and then they to email cancel. and they're like, my daughter bought this. You got to cancel. It's... I bought this by accident. <laughs> like, like, okay. Oh, no. The one I love, yeah, but the one I love is they bought and paid for it by accident. You're right. like, you bought it and you went through the whole process yeah. of paying for it by accident. <laughs> well, anyway, it's yeah, just... That happens several know. times. It, it seems like it's, it's becoming more common, but I... I guess I got to see the positive. Maybe eBay is making it easier for people to buy things, and so there's mistakes are going to happen. But well, one of them I think was um, something we've done. Like we said, we got, they got an offer, right? But it was an offer from us of something they they right. are also selling that they're probably watching, right? They thought like we wanted to buy something, yeah. Really, we were selling. He's like, I accepted your offer, but I didn't realize you were trying to sell them to me, which I understood. Yeah. I was like, that's fine. Yeah. But then that other guy was like. He was like very detailed. He was like, the person who bought this is not even old enough to hold a job and make money. Like it was very specific. But it was like a very, it was like this cool mid-century, what was like a nutcracker. Yeah, I was like, all right. It was like this like like Swedish hand-carved nutcracker. I'm like, what 14-year-old is that? I don't know. 
Uh, okay, let's go to the calls or a message that people sent in. Okay, you can call our voicemail line. The phone number is 540-407-8486. Or you can email us an audio file. Our email is thescavengerlife at gmail.com. Hey, Jane Ryan. Uh, you may be aware of what I'm calling about, but I learned something new this past week, and I thought I'd share it. I recently sold a Samsung watch to someone in Brazil, and I shipped it through the eBay Global Shipping Program. Then a couple weeks later, the buyer contacted me, said he didn't receive the watch, and he wanted a refund. So I went to the seller hub to check the tracking, and it stated the item had been delivered, and a person had signed for it, so I wasn't worried. But uh, I wanted to send the buyer a tracking number and URL, since I, I can't send him a link to my seller hub. So I copied the tracking number, went to the USPS site, and put the tracking code in there, and it didn't work. So I went back to the seller hub and displayed that tracking information again and saw there were three tracking numbers there. One was for USPS, which is what the, the tracking from my house to the eBay GSP center in Kentucky, and the second was a DHL tracking number that uh, eBay used to send it to Brazil. And then there was a third tracking number, which was the global tracking number, and uh, that sh- global number shows all the tracking for all the carriers. So. Since I wanted to send this person a link to the tracking information, I did a Google search for eBay Global Shipping Tracking, and I found the site. When I pasted that global tracking code into there, it uh, provided all of the the tracking, you know, for the entire shipment from my house all the way to Brazil. And so I, I could tell you how the URL for the, the eBay Global Shipping Tracking site, but it'd probably be better if you just Googled it if you're interested. And uh, I don't think eBay owns that site. I think it's an overall global shipping tracking site for many different types of companies. And uh, eBay has one page that's branded for them. But I thought that was interesting. I wasn't aware this was a feature. Thanks. Okay, you're right. So for global shipping, it seems there are three numbers when you look at tracking. There's the one, the USPS tracking from your house to the Global Shipping Center in Kentucky. And then there's an overall number. It's like, it looks totally different. It's like an eBay number. And then there's the tracking number for the carrier that they use to get it in the in the other country. Um, sometimes I've just clicked on that and given that, it's like you said, given the person like, oh, this is DHL or this is FedEx in Australia or whatever. Um, but then it sounds like you Googled a site where you could put that special eBay number in and it just gives you all the tracking, which is kind of helpful. So I have to look that up. Um, maybe we can discuss it on the forum because sometimes, yeah, I've had global shipping people be like when's this coming or is it delayed and they can't really see maybe they can't see or don't know how to see the tracking on their side so that's actually super helpful hi there um i hope you guys had a good sales week i was just calling to uh talk to you about time away and hopefully maybe you guys could chat about a little bit i've had some frustration with it this is maybe the second or third time i've used it And the first time I used it, I set the time away so that the day that I was actually going to be back in town was the day that I would be arriving. Um, But that was like this expected ship day rather than uh, I'm back, so now my sales are open and I need to ship next day. 
so I had a few dings, not that many, but a few dings on uh, late shipment. Uh, so this time I left on a Sunday and came back on uh, a Wednesday. So I, um, on Saturday morning, set my time away to be Sunday through Wednesday, thinking that when somebody purchased an item on Saturday, they would be alerted that this seller would be away Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, so that I wouldn't be expected to ship on Monday, and I would be able to ship when I got back. Um, but, again, I got a ding for overdue shipping because the, I didn't do next day because I set my time away January for, you know, Sunday to Wednesday. So hopefully that's not too confusing, but any sort of conversations you have about time away might be helpful for people. Um, and it is tricky to figure out what days, you know, you're considered away. I try to minimize the days that it sounds like I'm away. Um, but I guess both times I've gotten kind of, uh, in trouble for not understanding exactly what they mean. So any conversation you have about that, or maybe it'll just be helpful for, uh, your listeners, that would be much be appreciated. So wonderful. I hope you had a great week and, uh, talk to you soon. So we are actually going to be going out of town in July next month, and you know this is the first time in a year and a half. And so this was we have not traveled since they started the time away. Yeah, so uh, I have to figure it out myself. Although I don't know. I mean, we've always not always, but we learned to just change our handling time. Right, and that was the solution. You know, can I do that still? Yeah, probably. I don't see why not. Yeah, I mean, but know. but then the time so, away gives a message. So, if, for instance, we're going to be away for two weeks, and normally yeah. we just like change our handling time to however long. The problem we had said was then you can't say, I'm going to be back on this day, and eBay would dynamically change your... Right. So... Handling time. Ryan, will, while we're gone, it would He's have to spend whatever, time. half an hour... Yeah. Changing handling time every five days right. or however... Yeah. Uh, well, but, home, uh, home away. Um, you know, time away sounds like that was the solution. Right. I just have no idea how to tell it. Now... If I'm understanding, her problem is is that she would say she's back too soon. Something we right. learned, if we come back on a Saturday, we don't tell people you come back on a Saturday. Tell people you're coming back on a Tuesday. Yeah, so, so you have that time. You come back on Saturday, and then you have that three days to like unpack your stuff, kind of get back in the swing of things, and then pack your stuff. Now, my stuff. understanding with time away also is... Your sales are not shut down anyway. So unless you tell them to be, uh, if you are like, hey, I'm actually like touching down at my house Sunday night, you're not going to ship Sunday night. You're probably going to ship Monday. So say you're back Monday, but you should be getting sale. Like if your sales are open, you should be able to get those sales. Yeah. Uh, maybe she just means like a drop in search because I you're I mean, away. Our thing is we just want to be selling items while we're yeah, on no matter what. vacation right. or traveling. And we just communicate with buyers and say it's going to be delayed. Yeah. It says that the the 
the long handling time yeah. when they buy the item. So it's all on the up and up. And if people say, well, I need it tomorrow, we, we, just, we cancel. just cancel it. Most people, especially for our kind of weird items, do not care. Yeah, most people, I think our metric was 10% of people were like, oh, I bought this for a present for next right. week. And you're like, Sorry. A one in 10 people cancel. Yeah. So that's not bad. I mean, that has been good. Yeah. Hopefully that's true still. So that's it for calls this week. So let's do some coffee talk specifically. Yes. Uh, because it's a big part of our lives right now. So it's good to uh, for us to document that. We have been having some scavengers come to our coffee shop. Yes. Which is very nice. Although they'll either email us afterwards or they'll email us right before they show up. I mean, right. we're not in the coffee shop all the all time. All the time. So. No. I hope people know that we can't just be there and uh, meet them. But it seems like they people send us photos of being in there. And, uh, I mean, we hope if you live nearby or if you're driving through. You should stop our by. Our town is a fun little cute town. Uh, yeah. You know, there's the caverns, which is yep. a, like a, you know. Huge popular, draw. Millions of people go there every International, year. weird, little, cool, hole in the ground. <laughs> Uh, if you like hiking, yep. lots of hiking around here. And also there is a a river, yeah. the Shenandoah, that goes through our county. And there's you can rent canoes and kayaks. Yep. And it is a vacation a vacation paradise. And then, you know, our coffee shop is fun. Uh, you can see the tiles we put on and the yeah. mural. Yeah. And, you know. But, yeah, like Jay said, yeah. I mean, we're, we're running around doing stuff. Yeah. Um, we do the grocery runs, right. you know, every few days. That's a lot of stuff. Uh, we roast twice a week. So we're you, like, uh, we'll see Phil and Jill there because they are there every day yeah, and they so. are like rock stars. So yeah. you can so say hi to them. if you're coming through town, definitely yeah. stop by. And thank you for any... Everyone that's been buying coffee and leaving a note for Phil. I think, <laughs> I think he's very like, humbled. He was like, why is everyone like saying hi to me? Like, who are these people? <laughs> I told him because you didn't believe that these were scavengers. He was like, I didn't say that. Okay. <laughs> See that voice you mean? Well, I didn't say that. I, I know they're out there. There's right. a ton of I them. I mean, whatever. But, you know, it could be somebody else. You know? <laughs> okay. So, scavengers, uh, please leave a note. Tell us you're a trash elf. Yeah. Tell us you're a scavenger. Yeah. If you um, want to... S- support us buying coffee is the best thing and then you get delicious, delicious coffee handcrafted coffee roasted by me yeah right okay, okay. this podcast is ending in three two one bye